coming to you from the KUCI headquarters in sunny Irvine, California. It's half past five with Paxton Wright. Tonight's guest, comedian Patrick Bornhop, featuring an exclusive interview from KUCI host Ashton Marcus with Broadway legend Hal Linden. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Paxton Wright. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Half Past Five. I'm Paxton Wright. Now you're probably already thinking, wait, something's different about what he just said. It feels familiar, but slightly off. What's what's that nagging sensation that something is different? Well, it's the fact that we're now back to my original title because of my new time slot. Yes, I no longer have to have a long-winded title called the talk show formerly known as Half Past Five. Of course, that's not to suggest that I ever had to have that title. In fact, I don't think anyone really wanted that title to begin with. But point being, we're back to being called Half Past Five here. And you know what? The world is all better for it. And you know what else else? Remember last week when I didn't have a guest book for the show? Well, guess what? I got one this week, dude. Oh, that's right, folks. You heard it here first, and I don't, I don't know where else you would have heard it, but the wheels of professionalism have been grafted back on to the vehicle of this program. That's right. We got a snappy title. We got guests. Everything is running tight and smooth and more aerodynamic than ever. I don't even think you graft wheels onto vehicles. I'm not sure that's how they work. I think they're bolted or something along those lines. But you know what? Today we're grafting and I and I could not be more thrilled about it. Of course now due to the fall quarter, meaning more students back at UCI, it also means a uh, bigger influx of DJs and thus a shorter time slot for me. So we are now down from an hour to half an hour. But don't fret. That just means snappier shows and a uh, little bit less of me Aww. friends i understand your disappointment but i assure you this was a, a blessing in disguise you may be hearing a little bit less of me this fall fo- this fall but you will be hearing a lot more of the many other fantastic djs and hosts we still have here at kuci so fr- frankly this is this is uh in everyone's best interest so while the show is now down to a half an hour I can assure you the the quality will remain as high tier, in fact higher tier, than it had ever been before. So no reason to fret, no reason to weep. Please put your handkerchiefs away uh, because we got so much fantastic show for you tonight and every night for the end of time that this show airs, that being every Wednesday at 5.30 to 6 p.m. But those are going to be some quality 5.30 to 6 p.m.s on Thursdays, I, I tell you what. Now, today I was very fortunate to have uh, a comedian, Patrick Bornhop, who is local to the Orange County comedy scene, who I met at an open mic last week. Uh, Very, very funny man. We talked about his trajectory, uh, sort of just coming out of the open mic scene, still obviously circling the open mic circle, but starting to gain greater traction in the world of comedy, what that was like, some experiences he's had, as well as uh, a run-in with a fairly well-renowned comedian that uh, was ultimately beneficial, 
but not exactly smooth sailing. You'll see what I mean. Also, in place of a musical outro today, we have something that is actually more musical-related, quite literally, in that we'll be closing the show with KUCI host Ashton Marcus's exclusive interview with Broadway legend Hal Linden. Now remember real quick, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, insults, inquiries, advice, etc., you can always take those up with me at paxtonwright at KUCI.org. That's P-A-X-T-O-N-W-R-I-G-H-T at K-U-C-I dot And it's very simple. We all know how electronic mail works. So remember to just shoot that my way and I will respond post-haste. Remember, you can also follow the show's official podcast at Apple Podcasts at KUCI colon half past five. It's not even the talk show formerly known as half past five anymore. It's so much snappier. Now you have no excuse not to listen. Absolutely none. I will refuse to hear any. What if you say, Paxton, I don't have ears and thus sound is lost on me. A, I don't know how you're even responding to what I'm saying right now. I'm fairly impressed. And B, I don't care. Subscribe. Gosh, dang it, darn hootin', totterin', rizzle, frazzle, bring-a-ding-dong, graja-flasher. That's, that's, uh, elderly man cursing. Anyway, enjoy the show. Bye. But anyhow, uh, now that's all said and done and out of the way. Patrick. How's it going? It's going good. How are you going? Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Nice. So, Patrick, I saw you for the first time very recently, in fact. Um, it was at the Harp Inn, I guess, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Har- Harp Inn and Costa Mesa. Yeah. Bar. Yeah. So, it's a bar, but there's a, but comedy is a big element of what they do there. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Two, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, they have uh, open mics there. Right. Yeah. And you were, you were hosting the open mic last time I was there, and, well, I, I thought, uh, well, this guy's got, got gusto, he's got moxie, yeah. and... I gotta get I gotta get him on the air. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, so here you are today. So I guess I'll just start out with a very kind of baseline question yeah. that you were probably expecting the second I asked if you wanted to do an interview. When did you first get into comedy, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, I my first time doing stand up was on it was actually on uh, my twenty second birthday this year, uh, about eight months ago now. I uh, it was like a Tuesday. I wasn't doing. I got off work. It was like I said. It was it was my twenty second birthday, but it was just a Tuesday. So there was there's nothing special about Tuesday. So I just figured I'd check the uh, Orange County stand up Instagram, and they said uh, it showed that the Harp Inn was still going, and it goes all night basically, as long as it goes until the list is done. So I showed up and I waited for about an hour, and I went on stage for about a minute and a half, did three jokes, and I got off stage. And then I didn't do it again for about a month. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you felt like a crowning champ in that moment. Yeah, was... yeah. When I came off stage, they put a belt, gave me a belt, you know, all that. Yeah, <laughs> they just gave you a. I was belt soaked with just, sweat. Some, some guy yeah. left at the bar earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Here, is this yours? Yeah, take it." Yeah, it was an old navy belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those reversible ones. Yeah, it reversed. It was brown on one brown. side, and yeah, that's slick. It was pretty sick. That's yeah. slick. You're wearing it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good look, Patrick. Thanks. Um. So yeah. So that was. I wonder, like. When that started, like that that first open mic performance, is it the kind of performance where obviously you're playing to a relatively small crowd, a lot of whom are other people going up to do stand-up themselves? How how terrified were you 
how terrifying would you say it naturally is? I was I was horrified. Yeah. I actually I went to the harp five times on Tuesday before I went up. No. And the every time before I went up, I had got I got there when the show before the mic started. They have a show from eight to nine, and then a mic from nine till about like midnight, maybe one. Sometimes depending on how many people, it could be one. But uh, I went about five times, watched the whole show, watched probably thirty people on the mic, and I couldn't like stop sh- like no- I would stop shaking. But the moment I s- like w- zoned back into thinking like, oh, I should I should go up tonight, I just start like shaking uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that took five nights, probably three hours every time. Like I was there for about three hours, so fifteen hours of just sitting watching stand up, thinking about going up before I was able to even get on stage. Did you have like a five minutes written or was no? It- I had I had like four jokes. And I went on stage, and I didn't want to do the fourth one, so because it was, I thought it was a good joke, but it was a little edgy, sure. and, and not not even really edgy, just just it's just stupid. But yeah, and I uh, I so I went on stage. I did three jokes that were all about thirty seconds each, and I uh, got off stage. And I was supposed to do about five. I wasn't exactly supposed to do five minutes, but you're given five minutes, and right. I made it to probably a little less than two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hi. You know, yeah. it's, it's a milestone. Look at me now. I'm hosting the mic. Adam yeah. boy. See? It, I mean, it just takes, uh, it takes courage. Courage. Courage, yes. Courage. It, it takes everyone's favorite uh, wheat-based cereal. Hot yes. cereal. Courage sounds like. I yes, think it's the porridge true. True. And granola. Yeah. It's got some vibe. Yeah, porridge for girls. That's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. they can eat porridge yes, too. Yes, now women can eat porridge too. Ah, oh, it's yeah. a it's a beautiful time to be alive. Yeah. Um but Olivia Twist <laughs> wants more por- more gurridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thinker. Yeah. That's what they what they yeah. call that. You got to be cultured. Yeah. You got I'm a I'm a cultured comedian. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a combat comedian like Joe Rogan where I do jujitsu. Right. You know, and then I blow off some steam on stage i uh i some read i read books and i watch uh musicals yeah yeah uh, you're you're of you're of a more cosmopolitan brand yes 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 that was that Not, was none of that blue collar blue collar stuff oh yeah for ruffians it's for the dogs yes oh, i always oh. say um, the illiterati yeah <laughs> 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 oh. i like it speaking of i mean i just we actually mentioned it before the mics went on, but I will. I feel like we should, we should get into it again because yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like this is uh, something I really want to delve into, uh, just briefly at least. Was uh, uh, the the joke that I really I think like <laughs> caught my attention hard and fast at the open mic was uh, one about a, a regular guest that uh, Joe Rogan has. Yes, um, right. Uh, yeah, so uh, for the folks at home, uh, there's a, uh, I believe he's a clinical psychologist, right? I think yeah, so. J- Jordan Peterson. He, uh, a doctor he of some ma- sort. Yeah, he's a doctor of some sort. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's psychology, I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's a uh, psychologist from, I believe, Toronto University who uh, made a name for himself about two or three years ago. I forget exactly when or even what for, but he... Uh, He's kind of a self-help guru for uh, young men, I guess you could say. A certain breed. Yeah, a yeah. certain breed, yeah. And uh, I just had a joke about how, basically how he's he's like a Dr. Phil for the kind of guy who's going to see the Joker movie alone. <laughs> and uh, that was, uh, that that was, that's exactly how I describe him. I think he's, he's a good, he's a good guy. He's just like. 
he's just fun to make fun of because he has a very high like Canadian high voice and, <laughs> and he just he just kind of looks miserable all the time and I don't he know. Do, and he just, and he he he's one of those guys where he's like a uh, he's like I think in essence like kind of a Dr. Drew yeah in, in yeah, that, yeah. Like, in that some really good sage advice in yeah. there and actually some very like oh wow what a great use of your platform as yeah. a highly intelligent uh sort of master of your profession but then with all that sort of knowledge they're still human and they're still a celebrity on yeah camera. yeah still exactly some crazy yeah thing. you're like wait yeah, what was yeah. that what uh, okay yeah He's not a, he's not a very I, I guess I mean he's mainstream in the sense a lot of people know his name but he's not a mainstream celebrity in that he isn't saying everything that like no one is exactly telling him what to say so sometimes he'll say something and it's just like I I don't know if that's exactly true but all right Jordan I mean you're the one with the PhD so yeah <laughs> and so I guess yeah I'll I'll sort of circle back to my earlier question was um so prior to Prior to actually doing stand-up, I got a squeaky chair here. I hope that's not picking. Oh no! Too bad. But uh, so so yeah. So like prior to doing stand-up, when you actually get on that open mic and you start doing stand-up again, does it is the for you at least was the learning curve pretty pretty quick? Not to say that like obviously you're you know you're on top of the world now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I uh, shows, I think but. I think the learning curve was pretty quick. However, uh, some people speak about stand up like obviously like at this point i like to think i've well actually no no i'm definitely i'm still like a novice but uh in terms of just being able to get on stage fill five minutes and get off stage that i was able to get through pretty quick however for some people it, it takes a long long time mm-hmm. yeah and so now that you sort of have gotten to this point do you still feel like the training wheels are on now or do you feel like now okay i'm really i'm doing it i'm i'm in the groove of things but now it's just about continuing to oil those wheels i feel like the uh the training wheels are off but uh i am i'm not i'm going very slow on my uh new bike i guess <laughs> yeah like I, i'm not i'm not super comfortable yet but uh i definitely don't feel like like i would i used to deliberately sign up as late as i could and uh that kind of stuff and i, I do try to do the five i wouldn't make it to five and then once i I'd, I'd start making it to five but i'd still deliberately sign up late now I'm like, I try to sign up. I, I've been on shows. I was on stage at the Bray Improv uh, five days ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm I'm still very new, but uh, I don't feel like, you know, I'm in over my head, kind of like how I felt when I started, where I was like driving to a mic, getting to a mic, anything to do with stand-up, I was just like horrified. And I actually look forward to going now. Right. Yeah. It's So it's now a level of sort of being humble. You're past the stage of... Uh wanting to vomit before every yes. show yeah but yeah. you're certainly not hot uh oh no yeah. word i can't say on the air yeah yeah, 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 exactly. yeah definitely definitely um and so that show you actually did with uh at the brea improv the other yeah. day that was with uh that was with a sort of collective right um, yes a collective that i also can't exactly say on the yeah air. yeah technically yeah. we can but if it's misunderstood yeah it could get us in trouble so i'll spell it yes uh it's a f-o-c-k yeah spelled y-a oh uh, yeah yeah um, the niche as a yeah. uh, the CFO, uh, Evan Cassidy <laughs> calls it. Yeah. And, uh, and so Evan, Evan Cassidy, or I guess uh, the cast man, as he's also been dubbed, mm-hmm. um, it's an interesting brand that he's, uh, he's established. Yeah. Uh, could you sort of just give in a nutshell what the FOCK Yeah Nation is about? So, uh, 
Uh, well, uh, from my understanding, I know it's about spreading, uh, as they say, uh, F-O-C-K, yeah, vibes. <laughs> I know that. Uh, however, they book a lot of shows all over the county. Uh, the Nash is, I'd say it's like sort of the uh, the core of the stand-up scene around here because he runs, uh, he ran Anchor Bar. I started after Anchor Bar, but there was an open mic every Monday, I believe, at Anchor Bar in Newport that hundreds of people used to sign up for. And they, they still have it over in, at uh, Chapter 1, the modern local in Santa Ana. And they get about 100-something people on that list every every Monday. And uh, he has there's a show at Gallagher's in Huntington Beach every Thursday. And uh, they've gotten some big names. If you ever heard the name Kurt Metzger, he, mm-hmm. was, on, uh, he was on it recently. Then he has the the Brea shows, the, the improv shows. I think there's one at Irvine and then one at Brea the next month and then back to Irvine. So there's that. Uh, the, so that uh, nation uh, thing is uh, really like, yeah, kind of. I guess, I guess you could say like the uh, the part of the core of the OC stand-up the, scene. The fastest growing army. Yes. In, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Our Orange County. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess so. Not to say that, of course. Uh, again, you're you've now ascended to the the pantheon of. Uh, comedy royalty by any means but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but as far as where you're at right now you've sort of again you're still hosting open mics but uh-huh. you're sort of again uh, beginning to establish a name for yourself on a, on a greater circuit now yeah i guess uh, so yeah in a what sounds like a relatively short frame of time yeah um because you know so many people circle the open mics uh, part of, i think part of the appeal of going to open mics and maybe you agree with me on this is the vast number of people some of whom are people yeah. that are really trying to get out there yeah. it's their passion it's their dream some of whom people who are just doing it after work seems like a fun sort of way to mm-hmm. yeah, kill five minutes yeah it's a nice side gig and then some people who are just excited to have a microphone yeah yeah, yeah definitely 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 air their thoughts so i guess more to those people the the former two particularly the former one the people who are really adamant about uh, advancing it what would sort of be your advice to sort of not not that you want to necessarily abandon the open mic circle, but to sort of take that next big step out of the open mic circle? Uh, oof. you know, um, when I when I was like two or three months in, I went up to L.A. just for the heck of it, just to just to do an open mic up there. And I was in this place called the Sycamore Tavern. And uh, while it was me and about eight other people and it was Saturday night, it was completely empty. And this this bald guy walks in, and he sits almost front row, and he he's just watching the open mic. And uh, at one point, some guy gets on stage. I guess he I guess he does. Uh, his name's Jamar Neighbors. He does. A, he's at the comedy store. He's uh, known for being on like Comedy Central's roast battle stuff like that. Uh, he gets on stage and he runs a bunch of roast jokes against this comic I don't know. So I had no idea who he was talking about. But all of a sudden, this bald guy starts giving him advice, and I realized it was a. Uh, it was David Keckner, the oh. Todd Packer from The Office. <laughs> right. And so I see that. I get all nervous. I go up in front of David Keckner, and I just bombed. And he's look. he was the only person I could see in the whole audience. And I, so I bombed in front of David Keckner, and then he gets on stage, and he was supposed to do 15 minutes of stand-up, I guess. Like, he, he talked to the host, and he was like, I want to do 15 minutes of stand-up. Instead, he just gave all of us in the room, like, a 15-minute talk about comedy and stand-up and what you got to do if you want to make it. And what he said was, uh, write don't stop writing, right? As he put, he said, seven hundred fifty words a more every morning, and I haven't I haven't done anything close to that. I'll say, but uh, and then he started talking about like uh, 
Oh man, what was it? That what's that book? Outliers. The uh, Malcolm Gladwell, Ten Thousand Hours at Anything. Yeah, oh, sure, so oh, sure, yeah. yeah, just do it as often as you can. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, write. Yeah. That's really all I can say at this point because, like I said, I'm only, I'm, I'm. It's been eight months since I did my first one, but I didn't really start going more than once a week, and that was once every like that's generous. Like it was once every like two or three weeks until probably mid-April. And so that was that was. Pre or post Keckner uh, Lambert? Uh, uh, Keckner was in like June. So, okay. yeah. So, yeah. That that did give me the kick in the pants, though, to actually start uh, writing and doing more than just. I used to just do jokes, like literally just the simplest, like setup, punch. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, now I try to write bits and stuff like that. And yeah. it seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, do you feel that, like, like, did that is that sort of how you ended up finding your kind of own original voice in comedy because i feel like it seems like so many people i know especially that do uh comedy they started off doing as you said kind of shtick mm-hmm. the yeah. because it's it, it is a material that maybe i'm wrong but it's the material that uh, it's easy to do fine and exceptionally difficult to do exceptionally like is that so is that like kind of the like why that is sort of accessible at the beginning the kind of bottom yeah of it's it's super easy to just it's easy to get laughs if you write if a joke is you know it just makes sense it's good you'll get some laughs so it's good for just building confidence on stage mm-hmm. yeah yeah you just think kind of about like the the sort of modern greats of the of the zinger yeah um, which, of which there aren't too many but yeah. like you know like your anthony jesselnick yeah yeah anthony like, jesselnick mitch hedberg yeah yeah, yeah. just jokes like exactly just jokes yeah um which is just yeah its own sort of breed of writing itself uh and so we were talking earlier about on the the open mic circuit i don't know if you do if you do have any stories that come to mind but can you recall any of course you don't have to name names no yeah, yeah, but yeah. any really exceptionally uh unique encounters or or um you know performances you bared witness to uh there's been encounters of performances i don't in terms of unique i i will say the funniest the funniest time the the hardest i've laughed at comics on stage is when they go up uh with like edgy material in a in a place that just isn't meant for that like in a brewery where people are just hanging out and drinking like they aren't really even there for the open mic they go up and they do their material no one's laughing and they just stick it out for like eight minutes every punchline just falls flat but it's like it's funny because it's 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 just insane uh my uh, there's a two comics who are great at that there i respect the heck out of them because they they just go up and they do their jokes no matter what uh dakota freeman and thor lorgan are great for that because they're they're hilarious guys and then I, I if i start to bomb i panic and sometimes their material kills me no matter what mm-hmm. but sometimes people don't get it and it kind of makes it funnier to see <laughs> but uh but th- their material is hilarious right. um uh, also in terms of encounters there's been encounters with people who weren't even on the show so much, but uh, I remember one time this guy outside the harp, this this couple, they they both appeared to be uh, drug addicts. I don't know what kind. They were just a little little messed up, but uh, they were kind of just harassing all of the comics hanging out on the patio. And over time, I kind of was looking at the guy, and he looked like a he kind of had a crazy look on his, but he kind of looked like the actor Ben Mendelsohn. You ever heard of him? Uh, he's a uh, he's he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was um. Who was he? He was he was the uh, Krennic in uh, Rogue One, and I think he was in Captain Marvel. He played uh, Danny 
in uh, Bloodline. Oh, you ever seen Bloodline? Yeah. Oh, this guy, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's great. It, so this guy just kind of looked like a twisted Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> and uh, so I like to joke. Uh, one of my friends in stand-up, I, I always like to joke about, like sometimes when people are talking to us about stand-up, we always talk about, oh, man, it's great. We're meeting all these celebrities, you know. Like actually Ben Mendelsohn came to a mic one time, and it's just – it's just like a little in joke. Uh, then also there was this one guy named who called himself Jesus, who oh. uh, did an open mic. He lived. He was coming out from Denver. He lived in a tra- in a Winnebago, and he looked like Woody Harrelson in disguise. Uh, in, have you seen the movie 2012? Uh, the the John Cusack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the like, disaster movie. Like Woody Harrelson's in that. It came out like what? ten years ago. Yeah, no he memory. plays this like crazy. Uh, guy who's like he wants to see Yellowstone uh, oh, yeah. erupt, and he just he looked like Woody Harrelson in, in 2012. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's how. I, yeah, so uh, in in terms of encounters on stage, not much, but it's always great to see someone you you really respect just stick it out right through through a uh, set that you know the crowd isn't into. Because it one, it's like awesome. It's awesome to just see that, like yeah. to be able to just stand up in front of someone, fail to make them laugh, and just just get off stage. But uh, but uh, there was just something I can't do. I can't do. I, I always like start finding, and I'll look for like I'll just fall back on something I I think might well I know will work. But uh, also off stage, just you meet some hilarious people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there's never been. There's never been. Is is the? I wouldn't even necessarily say worst, but definitely most. Uh, most memorable bomb that uh, with David Koechner. Yes, or- that was the most memorable bomb because it was one of the first times where I bombed and it was truly just awful. It was like I couldn't, I came off stage and there was nothing I could say other than that was just a terrible, terrible performance of mine. It was, ugh. Well, yeah, it was Rich Gannon in the Super Bowl. It you, was, ah, <laughs> old sports references. Know, Sorry. Okay. I was yeah. trying to, my, I, yeah. I mean, I got a UCI, so my yeah. brain is maybe like yeah. the villain from Zelda. Maybe, yeah. Oh, right. Like, yes, yes. Rich with Gannon. With a six-figure income. Okay. Right. Um, zing. But, uh, all right. So I guess that, uh, yeah, that about wraps up uh, our time together. It was, um, it was a, a beautiful, you know, 25 yeah. minutes that wow. Flew by. Cherish forever. So... <laughs> So, uh, I guess, Patrick, before you get going, um, do you want to plug where people can see you in the future? Any other venues uh, just for people to check out in general? Uh, Where you can see me in the future, I'm not sure. But uh, I would say if you're looking into the stand-up scene in Orange County, you want to start. Follow Orange County Stand-Up on Instagram. It's just verbatim that. Just type it in. No spaces, no capitals, anything like that. I host at the Harp Inn in Costa Mesa on Tuesday nights around uh, nine. There's a show at eight. That's before harp, that, like the like the instrument. Yes, the harp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the yes. And um, then there's a few places. I, I think if you're looking to start, I'd say check out. Uh, there's Chapter One on Monday nights in Santa Ana. There's uh, Friday nights. There's the Rec Room in Huntington Beach. Uh, and also uh, from Orange County Stand Up, you can also find uh, any show run by V Bentley. There's a few in mostly North Orange County and then Long Beach, so Anaheim and Long Beach. Uh, otherwise, though, yeah, yeah, that that that's about it for me. Yeah. Nice. And then I guess uh, if we wanna, you, the, if you wanna represent the Nash. Ah, uh, yes, the Nash. Yes. The Nash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, follow, yeah. Also, uh, 
F-O-C-K, yeah, nation on Instagram. It's a good thing to follow if you're looking to check out shows, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, Shout uh, out to the cast man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cast man, uh, our hearts are with you. He's, he's doing yeah. just fine. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, but, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, our hearts are with you. Uh, but, yeah, remember, uh, check out the open mics at the Harp Inn. Uh, it's more than likely the next place you'll see Patrick. And stay, stay listening to Kate. KUCI, yeah. Never closed my show yeah. with that before, but this time let's do it. All right. Stay, keep it locked and loaded here on KUCI, folks. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, Patrick. All uh, right. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks. I really appreciate it. All right, it. cool, All right. yeah. This is Ashton Marcus, and I'm on location at La Mirada Theater for their presentation of Grumpy Old Men. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm here with... Uh, my name is Hal Linden, and I'm not with uh, KUCI. Hey, you know, I always loved you and Barney Miller, because I remember when I was a kid when I, when I, when I, when I saw you. You, were, you weren't that young, were you, really? <laughs> Actually, I'm not as old as I look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, which character do you play tonight? Uh, the leading man, the lover. No, I don't, do not play a grumpy old man. I play a dirty old man. I play Grandpa. So what's your take on Grandpa? What's he like? Loves life. Life is all about living, he says. And, uh, that's how you get to be 94, I guess. If my viewers decide to come and see this piece, oh, what should they expect to see? kind of proudly old-fashioned musical it doesn't try to make too many philosophical points or it's involved with his lovely music and a lot of laughs I agree I love the piece it reminded me of the you know the Bob Newhart show where basically it was in Vermont okay. those quirky characters remind yeah. me just like that okay well that's not a bad uh, comparison I'll take it <laughs> once again loved your performance tonight thank, thank you. you very much for being on the show thank you so much grumpy old men will be playing at La Mirada Theater from September 20th to October 13th. For more information, go to www.lamaradatheater.com.